Get ready for the Home Time podcast. Everybody, Andy Bush and Richie Firth here. What a show this was. It's been uh, a, a belter today. I, I, I've loved it. There's been some fantastic revelations in today's show. There really has. It's been full of amazing stories from you lot. Uh, some great advice about our challenge. We're going to try and eat this massive pizza. What people get up to when they're searching online and they're bored. Uh, which has given me some new things to look at while I'm bored. Yeah, some of the great ones that have come in, and you'll hear them towards the end of this podcast. Uh, the one that I'm taking home with me is... Is birds with arms. Search for birds. Birds with arms. I haven't had the time to do that yet. It's like someone has taken the time to superimpose a pair of arms on a sparrow. I'm going to do it very quickly and react. Have a little look. Birds with arms. (laughs) (laughs) Why someone would do that, I've got no idea. But thank you for your input. That's awesome. (laughs) Absolute radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. Hometime on a Tuesday night with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. This is Absolute Radio. Good to have your company. That's Coldplay. So you probably noticed in the news that the Spice Girls are back. They're doing like a little... Is it a tour? Can we call that a tour? <laughs> well, it depends what you define as a tour. They are doing six dates next year. Right. Uh, Manchester, Coventry, Sunderland, Edinburgh, Bristol and London. Um, all those six dates are over and done with within a fortnight. Wow. So they are reuniting for a fortnight for, for six days' work. It's like one last bank heist, isn't it? <laughs> Hopefully it won't be scary spiced on the other end of a truck as uh, the gold bullion <laughs> leans off the edge of a cliff. But, but the, the interesting thing is, that's fine, that's great, It'll be a brilliant nostalgia trip. And even my other half, Katie, was saying, oh, me and my sisters would love to go to it. It'll be great. But there's only four of them. It's not the full contingent, is it? There's no posh. It's just a scary ginger baby and sporty. There's no posh whatsoever. So here's the thing. The Spice Girls are reforming, but they're one spice down. Okay, so we want this little challenge for you today. Imagine it as like a brilliant job opportunity. Based on your skill, age, location, whatever, what would your Spice Girl name be? I'm going to go a little bit Route 1 here. Go and on. I'm going to go Old Spice. I love that. Old Spice. <laughs> Don't do yourself down. Done. There's still life in here, <laughs> Richie. I'm going to go Devon Spice. What define Devon Spice? Devon Spice is kind of cool and like windswept and interesting, and oh, occasionally okay. goes surfing, even though it's not really worth surfing on the south coast of Devon. It's more north coast. That'll be in brackets at the end of my name. Okay. So just be, imagine job opportunity. They are a spice down. Maybe they might end up using you based on what happens here tonight on Absolute Radio. What would your spice name be? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Spice Girls reforming, but they're one spice down. What would your spice be? Based on your skills, your age, where you are, what would your Spice Girl name be? You can uh, text us 81250, you can tweet us at Absolute Radio. Take it seriously, though. They are one spice down for this tour that's happening. You could end up getting a job out mm. of this. Uh, Hillary says carrots and mashed potato. I thought that was her spice name. She's actually replying to something from breakfast this morning about <laughs> favourite roast dinners and stuff like that as well. Sometimes you cross the streams on the text. Uh, Emma says midlife spread spice. I like that. I like that. Uh, Bush and Richie, I'll be specky spice. Ben and none eaten. They haven't got one with glasses, they have they? No, no, no. It's cool to be a glasses wearer now. Yeah. Uh, Steve says steaming spice. Thanks for that, Steve, mate. I like Dave the Trucker's pie spice. <laughs> pie spice. Uh, and Tommy, my spice name would have to be sleepy spice. Quick 40 winks on stage between songs. Oh, he's like a gnome or an elf or something, <laughs> isn't he? Absolutely. 
They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Cammy has gone with locations saying coming from Hull, it would have to be Chip Spice. Ooh. I mean, a bit controversial, Hull laying claim to chips. That's another matter we don't need to pursue right now. But Chip Spice is what he's gone with. Maybe Hull has got like a local delicacy. Is Hull lay claim to the Palmo? We do want to go up north at some point and try a Palmo. Yeah, that's more Teesside, isn't it? Is I it a Teesside type yeah, thing? I believe so, yeah. Come on, Hull, get back to us. What actual food would it be? And then add spice to it. Phil says Lincolnshire spice. That'd be interesting. <laughs> and he's gone for, uh, he says Bush Ritchie, mine would be gone to seed spice. I'm 54 and I get out of breath buttering malt loaf. Windy spice has come through. Not from the name you did, uh, you'd expect. It's from Louise. Louise. Uh, and as the only guy in the new lineup, uh, Rob Wiltshire is uh, suggesting spice nuts. Thanks, Rob. Red flag him. Uh, Leanne says, Iron Brew Spice. Uh, Deborah says, Night Shift Spice. And my current favourite is Neil Fraser, who wants to be five spice. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Killers on Absolute Radio. That's the man. Weirdly enough, that song went down a storm at my daughter's disco that I DJ'd out on Friday. Yeah, I didn't even have the song on my computer. I had to tether my phone to my laptop for the first time in my life. I felt like a secret agent or something like that. Killers went down a storm, yet there was no black lace. I know what is going on. Unbelievable. What's going on in the world these days? Spice Girls are reforming. 2019. A fortnight long, six-day tour. Work yourself hard. Uh, but we've been asking for your replacement spice uh, for uh, for the fact they are a spice down. A suggestion came in uh, from Cammy in yeah, Hull yeah. Uh, saying, uh, chip spice. We thought this is controversial. Uh, Hull laying claim to the whole uh, uh, chips thing. The world of chips. And we kind of, uh, I don't know, we kind of chucked it out a little bit. Mm. I feel quite bad. And just happened to uh, Google it. And we do need to issue an apology. Uh, chip spice, the spiced salt condiment, has been part of the culinary landscape of Hull since 1979 when it was introduced by restaurant owner John Science if you've got a surname like that you're bound to invent something at his innovative burger bar the Yankee Burger so hang on what is, what is it they're saying this is it's, it's a know. spiced salted condiment it's a, it's a spiced salt condiment that's used is it used on chips I don't know it's this no is, mayonnaise is it it's no mayonnaise it's blown no. my mind maybe I can see another road trip going on here we Richie. need to go to Hull we need to go to Hull for yourself or a friend. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. Home time on Absolute Radio, Andy Bush and Richie Firth, electronic and get the message. More exciting news about hull chip sauce. We're obsessed by this thing. <laughs> hey, what is it? It's like a sprinkle that goes on chips or something, is it? Here's the thing, right? It turns out that we work in our very little team here on this home time show with someone who has... Yeah. Chips, uh, there's this, this whole chip sauce at home. Uh, Brendan on our team. Brendan's got some. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's emailed. This is a man who eats the end of a loaf. <laughs> I know. Literally with his hands out, out the end of a bag. He's emailed to say it's a type of condiment you sprinkle onto chips. I have some at home. You can have a live taste test tomorrow. That's amazing. I don't know about you, Richie. I'm a little bit put out by this because I genuinely thought that I knew all of the condiments in the world. Oh, me too. Do you know what I mean? There wasn't a condiment I've, I'm not aware of. It's yeah. on my radar. So we'll have a taste test tomorrow. That'll be interesting. Uh, in other news, uh, I hope you're wearing your Remembrance Poppy. I've been wearing mine around. I'm a big yes. coat. Love wearing the Poppy. I think it's a great thing. Very scared of the pin. <laughs> 
<laughs> really, that pin needle thing just frightens the life out of me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just there the whole time. But I always think it's great when you see people wearing a poppy because you kind of think that people are thanking generations gone by for what they've done and the sacrifices mm-hmm. and everything. However, I feel like it's got a bit more complicated this year for some reason. Someone said to me the other day that I was wearing my poppy wrong. How? Well, apparently, and I don't know if this is a thing or is true, but apparently you're supposed to have the green leaf that's at the side of the poppy yes. at 11 o'clock. Yes, that's a thing. Is that a thing? I don't know if that is a thing. It's something that I've always thought. You've always... I, I didn't even know. No, no, no. It's, it's something I'd heard before yeah. and I thought, OK, well, that's fair enough to go with. Coincidentally, when I bought mine at the weekend on the high street, the gentleman I bought it off, yeah. you know, is a, a veteran with his, his hat and everything, all in his uniform, yeah. said to me as I bought it, thank you very much, don't forget to position your leaf at 11 o'clock. That has actually blown my that's mind. That's what he said, yeah. That's up there with, you know, that thing about the handle of the petrol symbol on your car is where your actual <laughs> fuel cap is. It's been there all along, but you never previously noticed yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's if that's correct, if you know differently, let us know. 8, 12, 15... <laughs> Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So I was told that I was wearing my Remembrance Poppy wrong the other day. As apparently the green leaf wasn't at 11 o'clock, which is apparently a thing. And some people backing this up. Uh, it's true, the leaf pointing at 11 represents the 11th day. And Charlie Piper says, yes, 11th, the 11th, the 11th. Wow. Uh, yet, Mark, as a veteran, says there are no rules on what the position of the leaf should be. That's from the British Legion. Uh, and then Emma in Litchfield says, if you look on the Royal British Legion website, it says it doesn't matter how you wear your poppy as long as you wear it with pride. Fair enough, I'll take that. probably the best and most sensible coverall of uh, all of them. Quite right. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night, nine minutes past five. We're in the middle of the Absolute Radio 90s. That's the Sneaker Pimps. It's Andy Bush and Richie Furt. It is absolutely no secret whatsoever that I love my food, particularly pizza. So on yesterday's Hitler's Toilet, yeah. uh, a feature that uh, we carry right at the end of the show, you may have missed it, uh, we found a story about a pizza-eating challenge up in Manchester. And since I've told Andy about it and we talked about it at the end of yesterday's show... It has not been able to leave my head. I've always I had a dream about it, I think, last night. It's been, I've been obsessed with the thing. <laughs> Cheese dreams. Would you say pizza is your home turf when it comes to food, Richie? Yeah, very much so. Yeah, very I, much so. I feel like I, I don't vary very much on the uh, toppings, but it's, it's, it's the go-to food. So, being that I can't let it go, we are going to pursue this a little bit right now because I've got Tom on the phone from Moi Pizzas, who are the people behind this challenge. Uh, Tom, tell us what you do. Thank you very much guys i'm the chef and the creator of the uk's largest wood-fired pizzas wow <laughs> i mean that is something i would want on my business card that's what i want my linkedin profile to say <laughs> uh, tell us about this challenge though we, we've been attracted richie ma- mentioned it in the hitler's toilet from last night and it's kind of captured our not only our imagination but the imagination of the absolute radio listeners tell us about this pizza challenge then at the carter's arms in wilmslow we've created a monster we've got 30 minutes you can pick two toppings of your choices it starts with a margarita and just go 
at it. Now, nobody has done this yet, have they? People have attempted. We've had 10 official attempts at 30 minutes each team. Nobody's completed it yet, no. And what, yet. and what is it that finishes them off? Is it the fact that they can't finish the actual volume of the pizza or do they get too full? What, what is the actual problem in terms of completing the challenge? I don't know because everybody seems to be different. People go in like a light grazer, you know, oh, I've got loads of time and they just sit there like they're in front of the TV. And then you get the other guys that are really giddy and really, you know, go at it like a bull in a china shop and they're just stuffing it in the mouth. So I can't weigh it up. I just need someone to take this pizza down. Well, that could be us. That could be us, could you be see. Us, Tom. Now, you said as part of the term there, you can choose two toppings. Is that right? You can't have fresh air and you can't have water on there. <laughs> no trickery. <laughs> what are you thinking, Richie? Two toppings? So at the moment, would, for example, a standard margarita be eligible? Yeah, you go for the standard margarita and then you have to have two oh. toppings <gasps> off that list. Ooh. You can't back out on oh, me, boy. Wow, right. Whatever okay. you do, don't go for double cheese. <laughs> That's not good, is it? Double cheese for that kind of challenge. Yeah. Well, as someone really? who eats a hell of a lot of pizzas, I would have to probably go for my normal order, which would be two extra toppings of ham and beef. It's controversial, mm, isn't it, Tom? It really is. A lot of meat sweats there, boys. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you at the Carter's Arms then, Tom. Consider it on. It's a date. Let's do it. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio. God bless Evan Dando. It's the Lemonheads. Mrs Robinson on Absolute Radio's Hometime with Andy Bush and Ritchie Firth. And Richie, what have we got ourselves involved with, my friend? <laughs> right at the end, you said to him, I said, right, it's on, the challenge is on. I think Which I'm, I'm a... excited by, but equally now this is real. Do you think this is a rush of blood to the head? <laughs> it certainly feels like it. So let's just recap what we've managed to get ourselves into in a kind of a mindless 15 minutes on the show. We have committed to eating, or attempting to, being the first people to, first to people. eat a 40-inch pizza in half an hour between the two of us. Those are the rules of their challenge. Okay, the bit I love is that ten different groups, you do it as a pair, ten yeah. different groups have tried and failed. A little bit like adventurers that have fallen on the wayside <laughs> in like the wall like a fire top mountain. So they've obviously, like I was asking Tom on the phone, I just want to know whether they've run out of time because you've got half an hour yeah. or the volume has beaten them. And it sounds like it's a range of different things that's thrown people off. Poor tactics. I mean, there are so Poor many tactics. tactics to it. You think about it, an, another analogy, Sir Roger Bannister. Many, many people tried to run that four-minute mile. Then he did, and then suddenly everyone could. This is it. So we really want to do it. We're going to go up there to Wilmslow and go and try this out on Thursday. Yeah. We've got, Which means we've got a bit of time to get our tactics set. The thing that we've been arguing about during the entire last song there is the toppings. You have to choose two <laughs> toppings. Not optional. You have to go for two. And the Start... critical thing is it's because it's the two of us that attempt the challenge together. Yes. Now, you've come up with a, uh, your normal order, which I think is preposterous in an eating challenge. <laughs> Ham and beef. Ham and beef. Two meats together. That's when, double meat. When I create a pizza at home, I always go for the create-your-own-option right. on a certain popular, shall we say, delivery pizza site. Yes. I will always go ham and beef, and if I can, I'll add garlic butter. You are out of control. Not at all, not at all. <laughs> like that mon- is my go-to pizza. I know I can smash that. You eat like a lotto winner <laughs> in many ways. But you're not worried that it's two meats together. What we're trying to do is get through this pizza in under 30 minutes. You need to change your tactics. Which is why I would then suggest substitute at least one of the meats, maybe the, uh, the beef. The problem is, we've been talking about this, and you don't like any of the other sides. Like no. Cor- uh, was it sweet corn? No. Onions? No, I, I don't eat onions as a rule. That's the way of life. Uh, <laughs> way of life. Mushrooms? No. You can't eat mushrooms as well. What about spinach? That's a topping. 
And there's not like, much to it, it wilts. It's like long and claggy, though, and it? It's going to stop us from trying to go at breakneck speed. I don't think it's long and claggy on a piece. If it's properly wilted on there... Yeah. Well, then, let's, let's, let's put this out to the audience here, right? We want to win this. We want to win this for you guys. We're not doing it for ourselves. We're doing it for you. We want to go up to Manchester <laughs> and make a name for ourselves. To have the name of the home time show on Absolute Radio on that honours board. As an Everton fan, it's the only time I'm going to leave Manchester with a potential win, <laughs> all right? So, look, what would be two ideal toppings to get us through this challenge as quickly as possible? 8, 12, 15. Help us out here. Home time with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, with great deals whether you're looking for yourself or a friend. However you do Christmas, everyone's welcome at Tesco Mobile. And we're off to Manchester to go and do it on we Thursday. Are. Just south, Wilmslow. Uh, we have 30 minutes to eat this 40-inch pizza. The two of us eat it together. It's a two-person challenge, but we need to decide on the two toppings. You have to choose two toppings. The question is, tactically, what do we go for? My lovely friend Tara from Derry's just been on. Uh, rocket and beef tomato, she says. She's in the, in the car with her mate Kate, and they're starving, and it's all they're obsessed with, trying to come up with Rocket's toppings Rocket's not for us. a bad idea. She says basil and tomato... It's not bad. Richie's not liking it. He's no. very specific about what he can have. Uh, Yvonne in Crouchend, how about olives and capers? Capers isn't a bad shout because they're small. Olives on my favourite pizza in Pizza Express, the Fiorentina, I always ask for the olives to be removed. Do you know what? I like olives uh, normally, but I think there's a point with olives where if you have too many, it might be like eggs. Yes. You can't uh, touch them again. An anonymous text, peppers on a pizza for one topping because they're at least 50% water. That's a good shout. Peppers on a pizza sounds like a tame follow-up to snakes on a plane. <laughs> Kate says, a lot of people are having trouble with your meat selection here, Richie. Kate says you can't do meats. Protein is too filling. You're setting yourselves up for failure. This is but I know Richie. that I can. I know that I smash ham and beef. Not at a 40-inch stage. <laughs> this is a different standard. It's like moving up a uh, like a belt weight Fair or whatever point. it is in boxing. I know the terminology. A uh, Double pineapple, says someone. Oh. No, 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 no. I mean, one pineapple would be wrong. Bad enough. Technicality here. We might have to go back to the guys at uh, the uh, the pizza house for this. Split the pizza in half, have your two toppings. So if one half was like your so preference, like. mine was the other, a half and half pizza... You could have a meat wasteland on your side of it. It'd be fun. <laughs> uh, Dell and Bracknell says, guys, you've got to go for green peppers, jalapeno peppers, as they've got moisture, which will help them slide down easier. And uh, Tom from Stokes says, good luck. What about ham and gaviscon? <laughs> Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Hometime on a Tuesday night. So yesterday we announced that Snow Patrol are performing a stripped-back, up-close and personal gig for Absolute Radio at Porchester Hall in London. We'd love you to win tickets, but you've got to identify who is the real Gary. Obviously, we know Gary Lightbody is the lead singer of Snow Patrol. We know but that, you know which, that. <laughs> which of these three Garys is actually a Gary? Because there's two imposters. Uh, does, is there a certain Gary sound? Decide for yourself, who's Gary number one? Hi, my name is Gary. I'm 38 from Essex. I drive a Peugeot 3008 in grey, and I've driven that for about a year and a half. Gary number two. Hi, my name is Gary, and I'm 37 from London, and I can't drive, so I have to walk everywhere. Gary number three. Hello, my name's Gary. I'm 35 years old. I'm from London, and I drive a black mini countryman. But which is the real Gary? Let's go to our first contestant and say hello to Jamie. Hi, Bush. How's it going? All right, man. Do you reckon me and Richie can do this pizza thing on Thursday? Are you feeling good for us? Um, I've got a lot of confidence in Richie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, in terms of this, which one of those Garys do you think is the real Gary out of the three? Um, it's a tough one. I'm going to go for number three. Gary number three. I'm afraid that isn't the Gary. So we move straight to Kate with two Gary's left. How are you, Kate? Try 
I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, we're good. Could you do a 40-inch pizza in 30 minutes? <laughs> oh, God, I, could, I, could, I can't even do a small pizza in that amount of time. <laughs> Is there one food, though, Cakes? We're, we're slightly obsessed, do apologise, with this eating challenge we got on Thursday. <laughs> Is there one food that you think, if, you know, it would be your home turf that you could eat an, an infinite amount of quite quickly? Uh, probably ice cream. Ice cream. Oh. Mm. Curveball. Maybe that could be the uh, challenge afterwards if we manage to eat the pizza. Kate, to the Gary in hand. Uh, there are two Garys left. Gary one or Gary, Gary two. two. Who do you think is the real Gary? Uh, Gary number one. Gary number one is not the right Gary, which means someone's got to tap in, pretty <laughs> much. <laughs> you just hope that Lewis does not mess this up. <laughs> hey, Lewis, how's it going? How you doing? You feeling lucky today? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling quite lucky, actually. Uh, Lewis, which Gary do you think is the real Gary? Probably Gary number two. Let's have a little listen. Hi, I'm the real Gary, and not only can I not drive, I've never even started a car before. Round of applause for oh. Lewis. Well Congratulations, you, Lewis. Lewis. Well done. <laughs> Tell us a bit about yourself. I feel like we've not properly met you. What did you do, Lewis? Uh, I'm a Lloyd's underwriter in the city. All right, cool. That wraps that one up. Well done. <laughs> Sorry, mate, I, just, I don't know what to say. <laughs> oh, this has been a triumph. Uh, two tickets for you, Lewis, to see Snow Patrol stripped off. Uh, the stripped back, rather, <laughs> up close. Stripped off. I don't know what they're wearing. Hopefully something. Uh, it's a personal gig for Absolute Radio at Porchester Hall in London, Monday, 19th of November. There is another chance to win tomorrow morning, live on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show from six. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. We do need to pick up on something that uh, happened at the tail end of last night's show, but we didn't have a chance to deal with it. And it's something that Richie came out with. Uh, you made a comment about what you look up online when you have a spare bit of time. <laughs> Are we still on Prince Charles's fingers here? You're obsessed with Prince Charles's fingers. <laughs> Tell everyone the story then about Prince Charles's fingers in case they missed it yesterday. <laughs> I... <laughs> I read an article once, uh, and I didn't know this about Prince Charles. I, d I, I like the royal family. Yeah. I like Charles. But I, I read an article once that said that when he goes on royal tours, obviously they have to do a lot of those, to exotic country, <laughs> the downside for Charles right. is he has this thing where his, his fingers swell up sometimes. Okay. I'm no doctor. I don't know why that happens. Um, but I end up sometimes, when I'm tired of bored, going down uh, an internet wormhole of, of Googling pictures of Prince Charles's finger. <laughs> no, do you know what? I feel bad because we've probably been taking the mickey out of Richie Day in the meetings and stuff before the show. But I think a lot of people have that situation where when you're bored and you're sat at a computer, you can't just do nothing. This is the modern era. You have to yeah. be entertained all the time. So you do end up, like, searching for stuff. Yeah. Don't you mean? Like, for me, and I'm, I'm quite reluctant to mention this because it is... Probably even weirder, actually. Uh, my online internet wormhole thing when I'm bored is to look at crime scene photos from, like, the 1930s and 40s. <laughs> which is really weird, isn't it? There was a book that came out about them ages ago. I'm obsessed with real crime. But, you know, like, gangster hit photos and stuff yes. from, like, the 1930s and 40s. That's what I look up. I feel better about Charlie's fingers It now. does make you feel a bit better about Charlie's <laughs> fingers. But maybe we should have a bit of a show and tell on the uh, show right now in terms of... Yeah, everyone, everyone listening right now must have a thing that they search for. Oh, I'm certain of that. Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. So come on then, be honest. Tell us your online wormhole. And by that we mean the thing that you probably end up uh, Googling if you've got 15, 20 minutes to yourself. Be honest about it. Glenn in Greenhive is a man after my own heart. Chaps, my internet wormhole is using Wikipedia to search obscure 90s footballers from my childhood. There's always more to look at. I have issues. I need help. <laughs> there is, though. <laughs> yeah. Once you start and you think, oh, the weird thing is, I think, as well, you, you get uh, a whiff of someone else when you type in that search and you then get onto them that and them the and them. the definition of a wormhole. That's a wormhole. Uh, someone with me, because I mentioned earlier on that my wormhole is, and this does sound weird saying it out loud, I feel like I might be saying this out loud again in some form of support group in a church hall on a Tuesday <laughs> night, uh, is looking at crime scene photos from, like, the 30s and 40s. <laughs> Weird. Kate says, Victorian death photos. Oh, my goodness. There you go. That's her online wormhole, and I I kind of agree with that. Uh, Connor and Hitchin, internet search wormhole when I'm bored is to watch hours of air crash investigation shows. no, I do that as well. Probably not the best idea. I'm due to play a gig in San Diego soon. There's something about... Like, being in proximity to something you're quite scared of. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's maybe the essence of the online wormhole. For clarification, I'm not scared of Prince Charles' fingers. (laughs) I'm just fascinated. (laughs) Terrified of Prince Charles' fingers. Uh, Laura says, whenever I feel a bit down, I Google the Queen driving. It always cheers me oh, up. They, I've, I've done that. Never that seen is, this. It's, oh, it's brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant because the, the, the Queen loves driving. Does she? Uh, she repaired um, Range Rovers during the Second World War, I think. Are you? Is this for real? <laughs> I promise you, I promise you this is true. But she loves her cars. But pictures of us, because as, as the Queen gets older, yeah. shrinks a little bit. Yeah. Like picked, she looks so stern yeah. and kind of staring through the steering wheel. They're great pictures. This is amazing. Now, I mean, this is the definition of an online wormhole and we're going to have to look at this now uh, you've got an ad break of four minutes and then a song so go and look at the Queen driving and we'll see you the other side of this Some of the ones that you're coming in with are brilliant. Uh, we have Mike Tyson knockouts, which is an interesting thing. Someone's searching for that. Cara says, I'm afraid to admit mine are theme park accidents around the world and also reading the plot synopses of horror movies that I've got no intention of watching. Oh. Uh, let's go to Hannah on the phone. Say hi, Hannah. Hi. Hey, Hannah. Welcome to the show. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Bowery Furness in Cumbria. Never been there before. Is that a nice place? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like it. If Richie and I were to go there, what would we do? If we got the afternoon there, what are we doing? Oh, crikey, you'd probably go to the beach. Beach? beach? Yeah. I thought yeah. it was inland. Yeah. Lake District. No, 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 we're on the peninsula. You got I, a beach? That's, abso- that's taking the peninsula. Yeah. I had absolutely no idea about that. <laughs> so, look, Hannah, <laughs> astonish people with what your wormhole is. This is brilliant. <laughs> OK, my wormhole is... I like to Google the height of famous people. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're bored, you get 10 minutes to work or whatever, you Google the heights of famous people. Yes, I do, I do. Well, <laughs> Hannah, an impromptu quiz for you because we've got some home-time mugs. So exclusive, Andy and I haven't even seen what they look like. We don't know what they look like. But they exist. So we okay. could send you one, all right? I've got three celebrities here. If you can correctly navigate your oh, way... No. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Okay, all right. So, Hugh Edwards, all right? Hugh Edwards off of 10 o'clock news. Oh, it's the accent. Oh, he's uh-huh. sat down. <laughs> <laughs> that is a brilliant well, look, Because we're starting off with Hugh, I will give you Hugh's height. 
Okay. Okay. So he okay. is 1.83 metres tall. Okay. Okay. So, is Adele, pop star Adele, higher or lower than Hugh Edwards? Lower. She is indeed. 1.75 metres. Well done. I've only got one left, actually, because I well hadn't done. thought properly about how this would work. <laughs> so, so, is David Jason, him off of Del Boy, oh. is he higher or lower than Adele? Oh, that's a tricky one. It's tricky. Um, Adele's 1.75 oh. metres. David Jason, higher or lower for a home time mug? I will go higher. Oh! oh. He's, he's, he's 1.68 metres, very small man. Hannah, what are we going to do? Hey, listen, she was so good. She's she's not only opened our eyes to the uh, whole concept of searching for celebrities' <laughs> heights on on, uh, on the internet. Also, the, the fact that the, where she lives is on the... Beach holidays in Baron Furness. I never thought about it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Lovely to speak to you, Hannah. Take care. That is amazing. What about that? Uh, if you have an online wormhole of that calibre, we want to hear about it now. <laughs> Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Natalie says, I like looking up old ITV regional idents. Wow. I found other saddos on Facebook groups too, she says. So I guess that's the old sort of um, intros for like TVS and... Yeah, well, you know when the building used to come out of the water? That was LWT. Or yes. Te- no, Thames, wasn't it? Yeah, Thames. It used to remind me. that That's like, you know, like uh, is it Pavlov's dog? Yes. Where you, you get a kind of uh, an emotional response to a noise. When I hear that... Like that? Is that a dog noise? <laughs> I was trying to remember how it went. <laughs> it makes me uh, feel like I need to go to bed. <laughs> Feels like bedtime. What a brilliant thing to be into. I like uh, that. Hi there, everyone. I Google proof of giants existing. Awesome. Another bloke earlier on saying, why didn't you check out birds with arms, which I just did. Which Speaking is of earlier on, uh, Glenn, who got in touch about his uh, 90s uh, football, minor football uh, little wormhole, he's yeah. tweeted back with an example. says, recently I looked up Norwich hero Efenokoku, noticed that Rob Fleck also played for Norwich. Rob Fleck moved to Chelsea. Who else played there? Gordon Jury. Before I knew it, two hours have passed. This is it. You can lose a load of time. Uh, Irish Gary says, hi lads, when I'm bored, I search menus of the place that I'm going. Going, could be three months down the line planning ahead what an amazing thing oh I'd be hungry all the time you would just be starving looking at it and uh, Taylor in Wickford in Essex says hi Bush and Richie my internet wormhole always gets me to crack a smile Google image search celebrities without eyebrows or teeth Absolute Radio they asked for a podcast we told them to do it themselves and here it is the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. I dropped this song in on my daughter's school disco that I was DJing at on Friday. This is well. cleared the dance floor. <laughs> and uh, to my right, there was a dad drinking a bottle of Bex, and he says they just don't understand. <laughs> it's true. This is Absolutely Radio on a Tuesday night. It's home time with Andy Bush and Richie Firth. We're heading towards 10 to 7, which can mean only one thing. Yesterday it was 40 inch pizzas. Yeah. Today it's alien spacecraft. <laughs> now, the 40 inch pizza thing has ended up with us actually going over there to go and eat the damn thing. Hopefully, we won't end up uh, UFO spotting with this. This is just as credible. Okay. You would say that Harvard University are a very respected seat of learning. Okay, they are. 
Thank you. They are. A cigar-shaped interstellar object that flew past the sun could be an alien spacecraft, says Harvard University. Now, that's interesting, because normally you think it's kind of people online coming up with these theories that I know. believe it. But if someone in, you know, what you would describe as an academic says it's true, then maybe it is. So this happened in Hawaii last October, and scientists have been trying to figure out what it was since then. Uh, they've named it um, Oumuamua. Um, I think it's, it's the technical term. This is what they've named it. It's a 400-metre-long object named by scientists as a Moomua. It is uh, flat, uh, long, and it was moving at 59,000 miles an hour when it was first tracked by scientists. Now, this is where Harvard come in. They have said that this could well have been a spacecraft being pushed along by light falling on its surface. Wow. It's impossible to guess the purpose of without more data, but they're calling it something that is called a light sail. Michael, that's unbelievable, isn't it? Are you a, are you a believer in UFOs generally or not? I... Like the people at Harvard, follow the maxim of Sherlock Holmes. When you have excluded the impossible, whatever remains, however improbable, must be the truth. I like that. I like that a lot. Oumuamua has now left the solar system <laughs> and is no longer visible, even with telescopes. See, my problem is they these things always appear in uh, tropical and exotic locations. Like, Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. When, when are you going to get a UFO over Swindon? <laughs> or somewhere like that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Ilfracoon. I saw one over Bracknell. That's for another show. <laughs> That's an entirely different show. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore. But we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Right, that is pretty much it. Done and dusted. Make sure you leave us like a little review or whatever because we always read them out on Friday's show as well, don't uh, we? Uh, we do indeed. Uh, it's hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, I am now off home on a one-man crusade to not catch a bug. Yes, uh, some news has come in during the course of the show that your other half is a bit poorly. Yeah, she is a bit poorly. Um, and I feel like I've got the old sword of Damocles hanging over me right now that at, that at some point, it's a fait accompli, I'm going to get it. That, for me, is my worst nightmare because even since school days... Remember in school days, if someone was sick in assembly? Yeah. You'd be absol- I was just petrified of, like, throwing up and all that kind of stuff. So I, I would be turning up tonight in a hazmat suit for me. <laughs> This terrifies me. <laughs> Best Spare room at least. <laughs>